This is the Star Coach Show with Meg Rentschler, episode 259. So that's what you want to think about is what can you give that you know some people are going to take it, they'll be fine, but other people mm-hmm. are going to need help. And just because somebody doesn't buy from you after that first event, it doesn't mean that they're not going to come back three months down the road, six months down the road. I have a good friend that after fine, she had somebody that had been coming to her free stuff for three years before she finally opted in to buy something. But along the way, she was telling people, hey, I'm going to this great thing. Welcome to Star Coaches, the show for professional coaches that brings you coaching strategies, tools, and resources. Whatever your focus or niche, take a front seat weekly as industry leaders, decision makers, and innovators share their wisdom and expertise on the ins and outs of successful coaching. Now join your host, Meg Rinchler, as she connects you with your star coaching potential. Hey, welcome. It's so good to have you here. And this week on the Star Coach Show, I am super excited to introduce you to Nancy Geary. Nancy and I are going to be talking about the steps that we take to move a client from not being in our pool at all into inviting them into our world and then moving them from that thing that we give them for free to bring them into our orbit, into our world, and help them continue to grow the know, like, trust factor and engage in working with us and being a part of our universe. So that is what you have to look forward to. I'm going to tell you more about that in just a minute. I do want to just check in with you and let you know that your growth as a business owner or a internal coach or whatever it is that you're doing to bring impact into the world. And I know many of you have a a day job that doesn't have anything to do with coaching often. And I just want to give you a shout out as well, because you're keeping coaching on your screen. You're you're keeping it in the vicinity, even by listening to the Star Coach Show, by hopefully implementing some of the things that we talk about here. You are staying invested in the process. And I know that the world gives us lots to deal with. And many times there's so many things we're juggling. Yet I hope that each week you come and you experience whatever it is that my guest is offering or I'm offering to just keep you in the game. And those of you who are coaching all the time. Thank you for being here and staying in the game and using the the show, hopefully, to get new ideas on how to stay strong in your skills, how to continue to build that business and, and get your impact into the world. And for those of you who are internal coaches and, and executive coaches and working in organizations, really using the leadership and the organizational ideas that are shared here in the show to help you be the best you can be in your organization. 
Because if this is your first time here to the show, uh, let me introduce myself. I'm Meg Rentschler. I am the host of the show, and I am absolutely a big believer in what coaching can do in the world, what the value of connection and deep listening and increasing awareness, what that does for each one of us individually and how it can potentially just make a movement across across the globe. And that might sound woo-woo, but the reality is there's not enough listening, there's not enough um, engaging and bringing out the best in each person. And and the more we can do that, the better off the world is. So Nancy Geary and I are going to be talking about how to be seen and heard And we actually, in full disclosure, started, you know, our intention was to start in this place of how to create a freebie or an offer that draws people in, that gives value, that that they exchange for their email, giving you their email address, how to create a freebie without stress. However, as with many of my conversations, it's very organic and it grows in the direction that I believe it's supposed to go. So ultimately, we ended up talking about many different steps and not just the freebie. We talked about things like how to warm up your list. And if you don't even know what that is about, then you definitely want to be sure to listen to the interview. We talked about different ways to be seen, to be heard, how to keep consistent. And so many other things that we want to do, steps that we want to take as we grow our business, as we grow our audience, as we grow the people that we want to share our message with, because those are the people that will ultimately engage with you as clients. So Nancy had a lifetime in corporate training world. She definitely knows how businesses operate they're here to shake things up, to make us think differently, to kind of challenge us. She has a unique perspective that combines her 25 years of experience of being in corporate with this commitment to work with business owners to look at what are the industry's best kept secrets and how can we create offerings that really get people's attention. Now, she actually has a lifelong campaign against boring training. Her specialty is digital training and how to create interesting training. She uses the power of storytelling and lighthearted humor to create engaging, fun, and interactive environments in the trainings that she creates. And she also and you'll hear through the interview, is just superb at what you need to do to bring people into your world to begin to re-engage. Now, she actually shares that her story is that she had let her list kind of go cold. The people on her email list weren't hearing from her in a while, for a while. And when she re-engaged in her business, she had to warm up her list. So we kind of walk through what she did. And I think you can learn so much from that. I really enjoyed my conversation with Nancy. I think you will as well. So let's 
learn about the steps that we take to client enrollment. Let's go to my interview. Nancy Geary, welcome to the Star Coach Show. So nice to spend time with you right off of your vacation in Cancun. Yes. <laughs> I feel like we're Trying so to keep maybe, the vacation feeling. Exactly. Maybe we can just kind of through osmosis get a little bit of that sunshine from you. Um, <laughs> so we're going to talk about an important thing today creating a freebie, the value of that freebie, and how we can easily do that so that we don't need to stress. So everybody take a deep breath. This is going to be an easy ride. And uh, Nancy is an expert in this. Let's start though with what led you to do the kind of work you're doing. Well, I've been involved in creating training programs for all different types of businesses, most of my professional career. And I kind of fell into it many years ago when somebody that I was working for said, hey, we need to train this whole group of people in how to you know, sell insurance products at a bank. And you're a good talker. Why don't you do it? And you're I a good talker. It. There, there just, you go. There you go. I just did, did it all on instinct, right? And then as time progressed, I learned about the whole field and profession of instructional design which was incredibly helpful because then it gave me like a process and a whole way of approaching doing the work. And I was very fortunate. One of the companies that I worked with also offered a lunch and learn program where we could all work on our advanced degree. So everything just kind of all fell together. And I've been helping people create all different types of programs using all different types of formats. Certainly now we're in a time where we're doing a lot of virtual we're in the sure. midst of the Delta variant, where as much as people want to do more in person, it's starting to happen. There's still some concerns. So being able to work virtually is something we're just going to have to have in, in our toolkit. Forever. Absolutely. It's just and not going to go away. <laughs> one of the main things you do is to create digital programs or help mm -hmm. people create digital yes. programs, yes. which is such a key um a key offering that coaches, I'm encouraging all of you to think about. That's not exactly what Nancy and I are talking about today, although we might bring her back to talk about that again. But the way that we want to bring people into our universe, a way that we do that is to show value through a, a product, whether it's a PDF or a webinar or a, mm -hmm. a video series or whatever we do to help people understand a little bit about what we do because, you know, being able to get clear about that message is going to attract the people that want to work with us. And it's okay right. if it doesn't attract everybody. We just actually just had a show about, you know, you, you don't want to, you can't possibly serve everybody in the universe. So let's get clear about who we do want to serve. We are going to serve. Exactly. <laughs> and when you, when you create these types of freebies, if you will, it's demonstrating knowledge and expertise, but it also is showing personality. And so, I, and my experience has been with coaches that I've worked with that there, I have to feel some sort of a connection right. to that person if I'm going to choose to work with them. So the more you can kind of give people a little insight into who you are and what you're all about, it's just, it's a, it's a great lead magnet. So important. I, I think that we can forget that sometimes in just trying to give content versus because the reality is we're not going to probably create something completely unseen, unheard of, some new concept. 
the concepts are out there. It's how are we delivering that concept? Right. I mean, right. this is 2021. <laughs> There's a lot already out there. How much more new ideas can we have? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and yet it's the way the perspective that we take or the way that, that our unique differentiation about that is going to help us stand out from the thousands of other people out there that are offering different things. So when we think about these eight easy steps what do we, where do we need to begin? Well, the first place that you want to begin is really to kind of come up with what's what's the scope of what you're trying to accomplish and how does whatever offer you're going to put out into the world, whether it's the little freebie or, you know, the big full-blown high-end program, right? how does it all fit together? How does everything connect? You want to be real clear on where you're going. That's That's the first step is to just get clear on what is the purpose of my creating this piece. So could you give an example of either something you've done or somebody you've worked with where you had to bring sort of all the experience and all that? Because we, if we, if we're all over and scattershot, people aren't going to understand. It's yeah. So how do, how do we begin to get that clarity? Well, one way to get good clarity is to start looking at who do you want to, who do you want to serve and what do they need? And maybe more importantly, what do they really want in, you know, for themselves in their, in their life? So if we think about um, coaches coming at this from, you know, two angles, one is either it's business coaching or personal coaching. And if they're working with entrepreneurs, those things happen often blend together because it's hard, I think, to completely separate ourselves from, you know, what we do and, and who we are. So to really think about, is there a particular niche that you serve? I, there's many people now that are in the health and wellness space, for example. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you're in that health and wellness place, what type of person are you looking for? Is there a particular age? It's really thinking about what is in your marketing. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't done a lot with your marketing, kind of coming up with this free, what your freebie is going to be, is going to help you to kind of push your marketing forward. If you've got a great marketing plan in place, you can just take a look and revisit it and really get insight into who do I want to serve? And I think that's critical. Mm-hmm. And then think about, well, what is something that I can offer that is going to help to attract them to me? And I even encourage people, and I just did this not too long ago, is I spent a lot of time first just warming up my email list because I hadn't talked to people for a while. Then after the list was warmed up, then I invited people to attend a free webinar. And that was and I did them like six times over multiple days, multiple times to give people an opportunity to come in. So I had people come into that webinar. And in the webinar, I had an opt-in as well, or I had a free gift. Mm-hmm. That was my eight easy steps to create training that sells. So that's something that people got either as part of the webinar, or that was one way that I got them onto my my list, because you have to be able to reach out to everybody. Right. So let's slow down and and back up for just a second. Sure. So important. And I really want people to understand what this means. So you said you have an email list of people, but maybe you hadn't been communicating with them for a while. So when you say warm up your your email list, I want everybody to understand what that means, because my guess is there are several people listening who probably need to warm up their email list. So what are some of the things that you do to warm up an email list? Well, what you want to do is provide tips and just information and -hmm. give people, here's some, here's some ideas that I think can help you, you know, whatever group you're playing with. So if it's the health and wellness market, maybe it's, I've got a, I'm going to share a recipe or I'm going to share a way to 
get yourself out of bed and get to exercise, whatever it might be. Right. Give people some some strategies, real simple, real short, but you're giving them information. They're hearing from you again. They're hearing, they're from, you hearing again. from you in value, not in right. an ask, but in right. a give. And I didn't ask until I got, I, after four weeks of sending out these messages. And how and often I'm, did I'm you send out messages? Uh, once a week. Once a week. So you sent out some, yeah. four messages, giving value, reconnecting, yes, getting yes. them to see your name in their, in their inbox again. Yeah. And I will say the first email, I got a lot, a lot of unsubscribes. That's, you know, they hadn't heard from me for a while. So like, right. okay, fine. They were like, who is that? I don't even remember what, you know, you, you know, how I'm not the You're only right. person I'm sure that gets email. Like, how the heck did they, I'm not sure who you, you know. Right, right exactly. How did this person get in my inbox? How did you get yeah. exactly. How yeah. did you find me? How did I find you? So you want to just give value, give value, give value. Now, while that was going on, I was taking some of that content and repurposing it and putting it on LinkedIn and Facebook. Because while we think everybody might see every email we send, they don't. So think about be- how inundated you are in <laughs> your know. inbox. Yeah. Oh, when I because well, I was just on vacation. And when I got back, you know, somebody could have sent me something that I might have really wanted to participate in right. that first day that I was home, but I just cleared everything out of my box. Right. You know, it just I just don't have time to go I'm, through yeah, everything. Yeah. Right mm-hmm. Sorry, there's two hundred of you. Yeah. <laughs> at least. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, not today. So you want to, you know, put things out. um, Well, and the other thing about that, Nancy, is that not everybody on Facebook or on LinkedIn is also on your email list. So, you know, definitely you would hope that people are seeing your emails, but what is, you know, a good percentage of open rate isn't even, oh, it's like 40% or something like that. I mean, it's not, or even, yeah. So, I mean, if, yeah, I think it's less than that But I don't know too. for sure what it is. Right. Um, but point being that not everybody's going to open your email. So you want to get right. that touch point out in more than one place. And then I also made it a point to be on podcasts like yours and different groups that I was in. I posted in the group and I asked the people that ran the groups if I could do a short presentation as part of it. And I found that by my speaking, and then saying, here's an opt-in to one of the free items, which is this, a PDF, which I'd be happy to make available to everybody that's super watching or listening. That was what happened to then people get the PDF. But by the way, I need your, you get, you know, there's a exchange here. You get the PDF, I get your email. Right. (laughs) You can opt that later. Right. Well, and that's how I can keep you informed of what's going on and continue to give you value and make offers when there's something that comes up that I think Mm -hmm. you might benefit from. So that was kind of how the, the way that I just pulled all the different levers to get things rolling because I, you know, I had an end game in mind of what I wanted to bring people to. So I had the email list being out on social media, being on podcasts, speaking to any, any group that I could, that Mm -hmm. made sense. All of that was happening at the same time. And I will tell you every time I spoke, there was an uptick in my activity. Mm-hmm. So that clear that was clear to me that that is a good strategy of a way to bring in more people. What I have not done yet, but I would very much like to and suggest this to anybody today is if you know somebody really well who has a wider reach than you do, see if you can do something in partnership with them. 
Now, if you can't do something in partnership, they may run different groups. And there's there's two that I'm involved in. One is called Video Rockstars, and the other one is called Book More Business. So I did a short presentation to each of those groups, mm-hmm. and I got an, an uptick. Would be great to do something in part, more in partnership, maybe a, you know, a special program with them, because they've got a bigger list than I do, mm-hmm. and then that allows me to get into their universe. Universe. Yeah. Because I'm, you know, I'm sort of reigniting my business this year after doing a, a corporate stint for a couple of years. So it was, you know, I was like, hey, I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I need to warm up my list and I right. need to kind of. So you talked about having these opt-ins that people could, because when we get in front of people and we talk, we want to be able to capture their emails. And the way that we do that is to give something of value so that they exchange their email with us. What do you have to have in place to be able to, because that opt-in doesn't just, you create the opt-in, but there's other steps that you have to do. Yeah. What I do is I work with, I've got a a VA that supports me actually Mm -hmm. too. And we are on a platform called New Zendler which is very much like people have probably heard more of Kajabi or mm-hmm. Kartra. And that's where the funnel sits. Mm-hmm. So in the beginning, we came up with what's the email series. So once somebody opts in, they get, they get four different emails from me and then they're kind of in my universe. And I did a video for one. I said, here's a link to a, an article on LinkedIn. You know, I tried to, to mix it up for what mm-hmm. they saw. And that just is a way to just, you know, once, and, and again, that was all give, give, give for the, once they opt in, they don't get the, the pitch from me until they're, they're in the space again. Okay. So point being, if you have an opt-in and wherever you're going to offer that, there's got to be a place for people mm-hmm. to click on a link to be mm-hmm. able to bring you to that opt-in and yes. you need to have that sitting somewhere. So whether yes. it's sitting in your email provider, you know, if, if they have a place for you to be able to have an automated sequence of right. emails Anywhere that you you're going to send out, sequence, right. Exactly. And they need to be <clears throat> able to download that. So, so there's a place that you put it so that they can access it. And to Nancy's point, you want to have an email sequence that says, thanks for getting my free gift and here, and then staying in touch with them every right. Day, two days, three days, whatever the process is that you exactly. have. And I also, when I spoke, I had the, these webinars that were running and I invited people to come to the webinar to learn more. And then I had a two-day retreat that was the next step. So as I was getting closer to the two-day retreat, I, you know, the invitation, there was always the, there was the opt-in, the webinar, the two-day retreat, some combination of is what they would get. Now the webinar was a free webinar a or free webinar. A, a free mm-hmm. webinar. So how did you pick the topic for your webinar? Well, what I did is I kind of, I kept everything fairly consistent and I have the eight steps to creating training that sell. Okay. That is, it's a PDF and that takes them through the kind of the end end process that I follow to create any type of training program. They got that. Then the webinar, I tweaked that title a bit and gave people they could come in. And then I focused on how how to identify your your key target and how to select topic, you know, a six figure topic. So, so that might be like maybe two of the steps of your eight mm-hmm. steps, which yes. is so good. So for anybody who's like, well, what do you mean I give away my whole eight steps? 
Well, if you're giving, you're letting people know this is the framework, but how often have you gotten a framework that you're like, okay, I've got the framework, but I need some, I need more information or I need to be able to, this is great. And for some people, they might run with that and go with it and that's okay. But there's going to be other people who want more information who let's say opt in for the webinar and they get a deep dive into a couple of those steps. The trick is in the webinar to give them enough to make them want to come back and get more. And I've seen some people that do coaching, they'll do maybe a couple of hot seat sessions, Mm -hmm. which can be really effective because then they get insight into how you work with people and can be beautiful. So what are, so have you seen coaches do webinars like you did that? So is that where you, you would see the hot seat coaching in a webinar or in another kind of format? You could do it in the webinar. It's challenging because it's a compressed amount of time. Right. And you don't always know who you're going to, what you're going to be presented with. Right. And how the person might respond. So it's a bit, it's a bit risky there, Mm -hmm. but I've seen it, I've seen it work quite well. It works better if you're in a longer form program, because then you've got, you're kind of getting some insight into who's in the room and, and what they need. And it's a, you can dig in a little bit deeper. So maybe if a coach is doing a seminar or a a longer event, uh, as a matter of fact, we just had a guest on a a bit ago that that does a three-day sort of event that leads into a bigger offer. So that kind of a thing, I think, is what maybe what you're talking about. Yes, definitely. So being able to show what you do, what you offer as you lead into people. Each step that Nancy's talking about gets the person warmer and warmer. She warmed Mm -hmm. up her list with a few emails and a few value giveaways. She invited people into a webinar, which allowed them to see you for what, an hour? Yes. An hour that gave a deeper dive into a couple of the steps. Do you see how these are all weaving together people? And Mm -hmm. then from the webinar, what was the next engagement? After the webinar, then there was the two-day program where we actually then, so I had the eight steps and I took them into more depth and gave them some exercises to perform. And again, people can go through a two-day program and they'd be like, I'm good, I've got this. But then there's the opportunity out of the webinar to say, I have a group program that you can join or you can work with me one-on-one. And so that kind of the whole goal of doing all of this Mm -hmm. is to get people into the larger program. And not everybody's ready. Sometimes they may come back to you later. I was surprised that I, the, one of the people that I picked up after the retreat, he is based in Australia. And so he didn't participate in the two days because they would have been in the middle of the night or something for him. Right. But he ended up hiring me to work with him one-on-one afterwards, after just listening to the recording and people will surface later. So Which is just, so good. Yeah. So then you, it's just like continuing the the relationship. Now, just for clarification, the webinar's free, but that leads into a paid two-day experience. Yes. So yes. really after the warming up your list and giving value, that's all free. The creating the opt-ins and the download PDFs and those kinds of things are things that people can access. For, well, the price for that is their email address. Right. And then the webinar is another where you're giving value. Mm-hmm. All those things are leading people into, do I really believe that this is a good fit for me? And is yes. what Nancy's offering, what's going to bring me value? Do I mm-hmm. want to 
And then she's giving a taste. You don't have to sign up for a year with me after that. You could do a two-day event with me. And that's a, a price point, but it's probably not the price point of working with you for a year. I mean, you know, there's different levels of cost, right? Right. There are some people, they want to fast track and they just, they want to just go like crazy. So you can do put offer them something shorter. There are some people, they're going to move at a slower pace. They want it more longer term support. They may not quite figure it out like who they are, what they even want yet. So a six-month program or even longer program may be better for them. Some people like to be in a group and get the synergy of working with other people. Some people, oh, I don't want anybody to know what I'm up to. I'm just good. So they just want to work one-on-one. And I have found that they're, depending on people are with their budget and everything else, some people are like, I'll just do a couple of sessions and I'll be good. But they still need more. They need more help, in my opinion. But there's the financial side of it. They just, they just, they can't financially mm-hmm. do it or they can't see that if I get this help now, to move me forward, I'll be better off in the long run. It's like waiting before you hire people to help you. I've got to be making this much money before I can hire somebody to help me. But yet, if you bring somebody in to help you and they're doing the lower dollar or real time consuming work that maybe you're not that good at, that you can then end up you know, accelerating your practice because you've alleviated yourself from the tasks that you know, I like, I know how to do my books, but should I be the one to do my books? <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it's just like, So all those mindset things, I'll do it when, and maybe holding off is actually keeping you from reaching the goal that you could get there faster, further, which is exactly why we say, you know, hire a coach to be able to go faster, further with more clarity. Well, it's the same kind of thing. What are the choices that maybe sometimes people are making that keep them from reaching those goals? Do we practice what we preach? Exactly. And I had someone make me a really interesting offer the other day. I, I, I've had it on my mind to, to write a book. I'm like, when am I going to do this, given everything that I have to do? And she had a, a, a program that was about six months. And she said, you know what I want to offer you is what if we do a VIP day or two days at the beginning to just really get you launched, but then we'll shorten the time. So for her, it works out to be about the same. But she was able to see like with where I was and everything that I've got going on, like if I put her in this program and have her like doing something every week, she's probably not going to get there. (laughs) Right, right. But if I get her in a two-day VIP intensive, intensive, we can just knock it out and then take it from there. So I think it's, it's all about, you know, all of these freebies that we're talking about. It's just a way to lead people in to what's the best way for them to work with you. And then you want to be able to have different offerings. Now, sometimes people are busy enough and full enough that they're like, this is my program, like my coach. He's like, this is what I do now. This is the thing that I offer. And if it doesn't work for people, that's okay. They can go somewhere else because I'm busy enough to be able to turn people away. But in general, as we're building, as we're growing, as we are trying to meet the needs of clients in different places, we might have more than one offering so that we can meet people where they are, fill our books and have the bottom line that we want in our business as well. So we had said we were going to do eight easy steps. And I think we've kind of given those, but let's kind of go through what is, (laughs) yeah, we've been kind of iterating in and out. So, So let's, for anybody who's like, wait a minute, you said we had eight steps. Let's just kind of rehash what those eight okay, steps so are. So there's the scope of the project, defining who you want to work with, and then you want to look at how, based on who I want to work with, 
what makes me unique and the best way to serve them. And this is all about thinking about whatever you want to, whatever you want to build, because think of this, it's all education-based marketing. Mm -hmm. Then it's thinking about picking your topic. And now the, the part that it can be easy, but it's the, the time consuming part is then you're creating the program itself. And then from there, then moving into doing the implementation. So we may have done, we may not have covered all of the steps exactly, but that's the, really the crux of it is who do you want to serve? What makes you unique? What topics are going to be mm -hmm. the best to bring people to you? And then you need to build, you know, then working to build it all out. So that and kind I think, of yeah. encapsulates it a bit. Exactly. And I think people hear again and again, the concept of, you know, why do I need to niche or why do I need to understand my ideal market? And I think that this is an example of that. How are you going to create something that you can give a value to a community of people if you don't know what their pain points are, what their goals are, what they're striving for? Because right. we want whatever we're offering to align with that. So if Nancy didn't understand that her audience wants to create programs that create an income for them and bring value to their audience. Like, you know, we've got, what is the name? You've got this great name for your lead magnet that you said you were going to offer to us. So yes, it's, it's eight easy steps to create training that sells. Training that sells. That's right. So we want, if we're going to create a training program, we want it to be able to sell. Yeah. So Nancy has worked within the within the name of her program, what it is that like, oh yeah, I want a training that sells. It, it, she could have said, you know, create a fabulous training, but we know that we want it to sell. <laughs> it to sell. So that's built it's, yeah, it's, into it's, the whole concept. It's to make a lead magnet basically. Right. And that's, and that's the first, you know, there's, this is a, the whole idea around creating training programs. It's a much larger topic, which we could certainly, we could dig into in a, in, in a lot of different ways. But if we're looking at whatever you want to do to build out that piece at the front end, everything that follows it needs to be, everything needs to be well-designed and well thought out. And in terms of, and again, who's it for? What makes this unique? What's going to get their attention? And what's the value that they're going to get from it? I remember somebody said, I've got this great program. It'll help you, you know, organize your social media and you'll have content every day. And I thought, oh, God, I need this. I need to have content every day. <laughs> well, I, I got it. And you know what it was? It was a blank calendar. I'm like, I have one of these already. Oh, my I, goodness. I was, I had in my mind, I was expecting I was going to have all these great ideas about how to repurpose my content. Now right. it's a calendar. It's like, okay. Oh Next up my. will be a blank notebook, right? Yeah, yeah. You want so to be careful that you give something. I mean, if I wanted a calendar, I would have been happy if I was hoping for a calendar, but right. I was hoping for a bit more. Right. <laughs> and that's saying. what was sort of said. So yeah. you've got to if remember that, that whatever you're offering, even though it's free, it's got to be outstanding value or you're going to lose that no like trust factor, which yes. is the whole reason why you're building that. The other thing that Nancy said that is just like, I want everybody to hear this. It's step builds upon step builds upon step. It's not like you create a lead magnet for 15 ways to 
eat healthier. And then your webinar is how to be a great leader. And then your, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, they, they build upon what? each other. Yeah. So, so there is, there is a fluidity of what you're offering. And it also, if you look at it that way, it just is, it helps you in your visioning of, so if I create these eight steps, let's say, and then go a deep dive into two of them in a webinar, and then go into all eight of them in the two day, and then do more intensive work around each one of those in the six yes. month, it just, it, it makes it easier for you as business owners as well. Mm-hmm. I definitely think so. It's, it's a, it's a really good strategy. So good. What have we not touched on that is helpful in this? I mean, I know there's, we could go on for days, but anything that's right. like glaringly left on the table. I think to all, to, to really think about, you probably already have a lot of content. It just is existing in different forms and to be able to go through it and inventory it and get a sense of, well, I wrote this article, I did this video, I have this blog post, I was on this podcast, where, whatever it might be to keep track of it all. So you can then pull out content from there that you can reuse in different ways. Every time you put something in a different format, has a little bit different feeling and people mm-hmm. like to consume information in different ways. One really great trick kind of to share, like how you can move from that freebie into the next piece is when you do your webinar, if that's going to be your free item, really think about how to block it and organize it so that you can easily cut the video and turn it into a series of online courses. So let's say you've got your 60 minute webinar and you've got three or four different topics that you cover in there. It, a very simple trick is to just kind of maybe take questions, pause, smile, and then move on to the next section. If you just put those deliberate pauses in, they don't, and they don't seem weird or unnatural. When you go to cut the video, you've got a nice clean cut and then you can have those components that you can then turn into online courses. Better yet, you can take the transcription of it. You can then re-record over your slides or on camera, however, you, what, or, or the mixture, and have it be. And it'll be tighter because oftentimes in a webinar we wander a little bit, and there's you know questions are coming in, and oh, there's something in the chat that when you go to turn it into the video, the people watching it they don't care, <laughs> right? Right, just, right? They just want the information. So to just be real mindful about how you're putting all of these things together. I mean, that is a, to me, is a simple tip, but it can make a huge difference in what the final products can be when you're ready to move. Or, hey, then you maybe you have five little short videos that you could then send out. So, so it's just good. thinking about how to put it all together in different ways. Because the, the, you don't necessarily have to reinvent the wheel over and over again. You've no. got all the stuff to Nancy's point. I don't know how many coaches I've worked with who have said, oh my gosh, when you told me to go back and just look through everything, I have a treasure trove of stuff that I never even realized that I had. And so then how do we repurpose that? But I love that idea, like being intentional at the time that you're making it of potentially mm-hmm. repurposing it. So good. And even if you've written a book, well, maybe you send out a free chapter of the book or summary of the book. It's really thinking about what can you take that you can give people. And some of us say, well, but if I take all these pieces and I keep sending it out, then I will have given them everything. Well, my take is that they're not going to have necessarily the wherewithal to put it all together into a logical sequence for them to, to carry forward 
what your program is. Right. I mean, if and I get a recipe of a week, I'm a week. Who knows where they're going to go, right? I'm not going to have a I'm cookbook. I'm still going to buy the I'm cookbook. Not, yeah, if, right? exactly. If I, like the, if I like what this person is doing, I'll probably right. buy the cookbook. Because then they've already put it all together and there's a flow for it. And, yeah. and I think that that's a lot of times what we pay for. We pay to like, what's the easy flow of this? Help me walk step by step. That's the coaching program that I chose. I spent a year looking at different coaching programs and I was like, I want one that takes me from A to Z without... Yes. They tell me every, so that by the end, I am a credentialed coach. And that was because that there was real value to me. There was probably great programs that were a piece here and a piece there, but I wanted the whole Just enchilada. The whole thing. Mm-hmm. And, and starting with the, with the strength, with your strength, I know somebody does, you know, I work with her name is Jennifer Darling, and she's really great with LinkedIn and LinkedIn and helping people with LinkedIn is how she attracts them to her. But she is has much more to offer in terms of helping people in sales overall and growing their business. But she, the LinkedIn is just the starting point because frankly, mm-hmm. that's one tool in your toolbox when you're trying to get yourself out there to sell your services. So it's really thinking about, is there something that I can do that I can just keep offering? And she'll go through, and this is, she'll look at people's profiles in her sessions and she'll give them tips about how to improve the profile. Now, some people, they're going to be able to take that tip and they'll implement it. Mm-hmm. Other people are going to are going to say, "Will you just do this for me?" right? Exactly. And everything in between. So, that's what you want to think about is what can you give that you know some people are going to take it, they'll be fine, but other people mm-hmm. are going to need help. And just because somebody doesn't buy from you after that first event, it doesn't mean that they're not going to come back three months down the road, six months down the road. I have a good friend that after fine, she had somebody that had been coming to her free stuff for three years before she finally opted in to buy something. But along the way, she was telling people, hey, I'm going to this great thing. Right, right. So there's value in that as well. So good. Nancy, if people want to keep in touch with you, how can they do that? And by the way, we will have the links in the show notes, but how how would, what's the best way for people to keep in touch with you? One thing that they can do, they can, my, well, my website is Nancy and it's G-I-E-R-E.com. So nancygeary.com. And then my email is nancy at nancygeary.com. And you know what? I still answer the phone. <laughs> that is 414-315-9809. Excellent. And we will have the link to be able to get those awesome lead magnets that Nancy was sharing, and you've shared so many great strategies with us. Thanks so much for coming oh, on the show. you're welcome. So there you go. Another episode absolutely jam-packed full of information by one of our fabulous guests. I want to thank Nancy Geary again for being with us. And if you'd like to get more information about Nancy get access to the free gift that she was sharing, go to starcoachshow.com slash 259, starcoachshow.com slash 259. And all of Nancy's information and the important links will be right there on that page. Now, be sure to come back next week. I am really pumped to bring David Wood to the show. David is an author. He's a longtime coach, 
a coach of coaches, a high-impact speaker. He does a lot and brings a lot to us next week on the value of playing full out, of extending into maybe some discomfort for our personal and professional growth, and just ways to show up that really enhance who we are. So please, you're going to want to tune in again next week. And as we're signing off today, I just want to remind you that your rates and reviews really do impact the show. So if you're enjoying the show and you would take a moment to leave a rate and review wherever it is that you listen to the show, that will help other people find us and then we can continue to spread the impact of coaching. So until next week, this is Meg Rentschler wishing you the very best for your week, for your coaching success, for your health and well-being. We'll see you next week.